Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. Right, we are actually recording this time. Yes, hello and welcome to our second attempt at, at recording <laughs> um, the Ken and Barbie Killers episode one. Yeah. So really, we're kind of now, in a weird way, on our like third episode recording of the day. Yeah. Because we recorded this one once, but didn't... Plug the microphone in. Yeah, we didn't plug the microphone in. Then we decided to go to my case. Because we just needed yeah, a just some brain space. Yes, a break. We could we literally could not face going back and doing everything we'd just done. Straight away. Yeah, and now we are here again for round two. Round two. <laughs> and we couldn't have picked a better case to have to go over again. I know, because I literally I just don't made wanna, sure to curl yeah. up and throw yeah, up. I don't want to listen to any of it. <laughs> I'll just talk to the microphone myself yeah. now. Yeah, I could just go home now. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got to go through this, you do. <laughs> Uh, so as we said, um, this week we are covering part one of Paul Bernardo and Carla Hamolka, otherwise known as the Ken and Barbie Killers. Um, so this actually did happen in Canada. I know <laughs> we say it a lot that something's happened in Canada, and it's actually yeah. not. Um, but this, this is actually Canada. Can't help time. it. I just love Canada. Maple like, taffy. Maple candy. <laughs> <laughs> I do love. And Canadians are so nice. Apart from, like, Paul Bernardo, Carla yeah. Hamilka, and other ones. That yeah, present um, focus not included. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Paul and Carla were responsible for um, the deaths of three teenage girls between mm. 1990. Um, it wasn't until February 1993 that they were um, arrested. And when they were arrested, police would actually come to learn that their sort of span of sort of violent crimes sort of was a lot longer than they initially thought wonderful yeah <laughs> it's always great when that surprise happens i know it's not the sort of surprise no. that you enjoy exactly this is why i don't like surprises <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so i thought before we get into their horrific crimes mm -hmm. um we would talk about their sort of childhoods first okay. which uh, sadly not like oh. a nice walk in the park I was just about to say okay so this episode is kind of gentle and like we don't get to anything shit we're just doing like a nice like setting the scene but no, no. it's shit <laughs> so no. Carla first um, her parents were Carol Carl it's K-A-R-E-L um, he was like a immigrant um, and I've heard it pronounced as Carl um, so I'm not quite sure Carl but yeah Carl um, let's call him um Carla's dad. Exactly. And her <laughs> mum was Dorothy. Um, and she, she, as in Carla, was born... It's been a long day, guys. I've got it really Carla was born in Ontario, in Canada, so um, on the 4th of May, 1970. Um, I did put a note in about May the 4th not be with her. Um, <laughs> but May the 4th, yeah. Not be, not with, be her. with her. yeah. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, no. but Josh loves it and keeps on sort of yeah. threatening... To make me watch them all. God, I haven't watched them all. And the ones I have watched have been kind of, yeah, like, because I've been made to feel like I should. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're all right. There's some yeah. action films in space. They don't, but wow. Well, there's a lot better ones, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't get the cult status of them. No. Like, I enjoyed 
and this is contentious I enjoyed the Phantom Menace because the pod racing made me think of the N64, N64 game pod racing. Yeah. I loved that I loved playing that as a kid so I liked that one but please don't stop listening to us just because I've said that <laughs> I just yeah I don't get all the hype they're, no. they're fine to watch mm. but they're, they're no, just another yeah. movie they're no Firefly <laughs> so I need to watch the new Batman um, it's over three hours though Jesus. so we've really got to pick our night for to watch we'll it. never watch that we're so I old. love Batman I like Batman I do actually I have seen all the Batman yeah but Troy and I just we can't commit to a film both of us are just as bad as each other with that so like anything that's over like an hour will how like, do you no. manage with the Hogfather I always watch that at Christmas and that's like I six hours that's different like there are some things that are different like Lord of the Rings we can yeah. always watch but that's thing it's like new stuff I think especially yeah. we find it hard to say okay we are going to sit down and pay attention for I have, you have ADHD <laughs> well, I think that's why I sit and I do my research mm-hmm. in front of the TV because I need I can't just sit and watch something and I can't just sit and research so it's yeah. brilliant same I have to have things on in the background like trashy TV like that's why we're always asking each other for like trashy yep. TV recommendations I'm so sad that Married at First Sight Australia has finished at the moment oh I haven't finished it yet Beauty and the Geek Australia <gasps> yes! to start oh my god I can't wait for that <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember, I was trying to explain this to Troy, and he was like, that sounds funny, but what the fuck? Do you remember playing it straight about all the people who'd go and stay in a ranch, and some of the men were gay, some of them were straight, and they had to try and convince the woman to, like, choose them, and if they were gay, gay, they they got got all the the money. And if they were straight, they, they shared, shared it. it. Yeah. Yes. Like, I love that one. Like, it was such a bad show, but so good. So good to watch. <laughs> I just have to have trash on in the background. Yeah. And Josh just is just like, what the fuck are you watching? I got Troy's sister into Married at First Sight yes. Australia last week because she stayed over. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I need to do some stuff. So and this I is need, going on. Yeah, this is going on. And yeah, you're just going to have to deal with it. Josh gets into it. He's like, it's like, what the fuck mm. are you doing? But he then is sitting there while I'm trying yeah. to research and he's asking me all these questions about it. Troy so watches explaining it. it. Yeah, Troy gets into yeah. it. Like, there have been points where I've been like, do, what do you want to watch when we're sitting down to eat? And he's like, you could just keep that on. I want to see what happens. <laughs> the other one we've been watching is um, Nothing to Declare as well. Um, I love that. That's really. oh, so bad. Oh, our viewers are just sat there like, oh my god. I watched Married at First Sight Australia mm-hmm. when I was on maternity leave with my youngest. Ah. And he really liked the Australian accent, <laughs> I think. Um, and I put it on just this weekend gone while I was researching. Mm-hmm. And he just like chilled out to it for an oh, hour. He oh just sat god. on my lap watching Married oh at First Sight god. for an hour. I was just like, he never sits still. I was just no. like... How? That must be like a comfort kind of yeah. like thing, like that he that does. Amazing! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I see. No, yep. Yeah, we are delaying getting to the horrible stuff. We are. So yeah, as I said, Carter uh, was the eldest born, um, born fourth of May, nineteen seventy, mm-hmm. of her three sisters. Um, her two younger sisters were Laurie, who was born nineteen seventy one, so mm-hmm. just a year later. Okay. And Tammy, who was born nineteen seventy five. 
Okay. So between um, sort of Carla and Tammy, I put there's the same sort of age gap as what we've got. Oh, just, that's weird. Yeah. I never knew that they had another sister, though. I yeah. Nev- you never hear anything about her. Probably no. through her choice. Yeah, exactly. Why would you want to be associated with... Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. no, she did. But, yeah, and she was, like, so close in age as well to yeah. Carla. Yeah. Um, so, as well, I've seen in places, like, not everywhere says it, but I have seen, sort of, it mentioned that her father, like, absolutely doted on her and her okay. sisters. Um, but that also he could be like a really like verbally abusive alcoholic as well. Oh, great! Um, he would sort of verbally abuse Carla, her sisters, and her mother, and then but go then would like shower the... love on them. As yeah, well. and also sulk in the basement. <laughs> Sulking in the yep. basement. Oh my god! But also, yeah, it's that love sort of link, isn't it, between abuse, abuse yeah. and love? Really and... sets you up for toxic relationships yep. when you're older. Um, and then <sighs> that she really didn't get a good marriage model to her when she was growing up. Mm. Um. Join the, the club. Yeah. <laughs> um, the not surprisingly, sort of with the alcohol and abuse and stuff, and then the doting on, um, the marriage was quite strange between her parents. Mm-hmm. You'd expect um, that. Yeah. You would. But her father then actually at one point had a mistress. Oh. Um, but then her mother's way of dealing with that was not normal either. She sort of proposed a threesome and then carried on as normal. Okay. Yeah, that, that would not be my reaction. No. No. Like, if you want to explore swinging or, like, polyamory... Maybe like, bring just, it up without yeah. being like, here's my mistress. Yeah, like, go into it with somebody who also wants that. And yeah. That's not the way to do it. And also not the way to react to your no. husband having a mistress if you're not okay with it. So again, it's sort of modelling that relationship, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, sort of, you you can... will do anything yeah. to keep the man that you're with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they can't that do an anything in... wrong. That's an interesting point, actually, with what transpires. Yeah. Mm. Um, so with Carla sort of as a child um she was said to be sort of very strong-willed um the happiest when she was in charge and oh. a natural leader who couldn't okay. swear you said that there's the same age gap between Tammy and, and her as you and I yeah yep uh, so... that's where the similarities start <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so when she was six um Carla became friends with a girl called Renya which okay. is a cool name I know I that's like a Renya. pretty name Renya um and Makes she me think of cucumbers Wow! I, look, I have synesthesia. Okay, it's a proper like neurological thing where your like senses, like their pathways in your brain, kind of cross. So people's names make me think of food. I don't see how Renya is linked to food, but okay, no. I have that awful one where like people's chewing just makes me get really oh, on edge and just want yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, God. No, can't do no, chewing. I am always scared that I am the sort of person who people hate them chewing. Because <laughs> in your head, it it's sounds so loud. So it's like it's impossible to gauge. Like, is this actually loud? Yeah. Like, we had a team meeting at my manager's last week. And um, she's like a professional. She was a trained chef. So it was really nice. We, she did us lunch bad. and everything. It was oh. Jealous. But, yeah. But like she had some bowls of crisps and they were salt and vinegar. And I love. I love salt and vinegar. I, like, I took one. And I was like, I was fine. And then I took one and I was like, now I just can't stop because yeah. I want them. But it was just like, everyone was working. And there was me just like, crunch, crunch. <laughs> crunch. Like trying to do it really slowly. But then I was like, is it worse to keep crunching like slowly, <laughs> really slowly. or just get it over with and yeah. do it? Like, crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Because oh. they were the big ones as well, oh, where sometimes no. you can't fit the whole crisp in your mouth. You have to, like, break it. <laughs> and then you get to... I've done it before, where I've, like, gotten really conscious of the noise of, like, crunching stuff. And then you just sort of, like, suck on it. Yeah, your mouth. <laughs> you try and just, like, dissolve it and, like, really yeah. slowly crush it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're, like, are people aware of the lack of crunching? And they're, like, what are you doing? Are you just, like, <laughs> sucking your crisp? You weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, even thinking. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, Carla um, became friends with Renya, um, and when they were eight years old, it's really this is weird because everywhere says that Carla absolutely like loved animals. She wanted uh, to become a vet. It's an animal and, like warning. Yeah, warning. This can is, I be warned and go outside? Well, you can be warned, but you then have to sit here. <laughs> mm. um, I love animals so much. Apparently, so did Carla, but I think like in that. You know, like yeah. when you get a new toy and you love your Ugh. new toy, she yeah. doesn't see it as a living oh, that's thing. Horrible. Um, so she was round at Renya's and she convinced her to tie her pet hamster to a parachute made out of a pillowcase no. to see if it could fly. No. Yeah. Oh. Um, Renya sort of let her do yeah. this to a point. If somebody tried to do that to one of my pets, to my hamster, because I have one, because they're amazing, yeah. I would be like, get the Fuck it. But she's like, what, seven or something? Did yeah, you say? seven, eight. Oh. And she, she's been convinced by Carla that the hamster won't get hurt. But right. it will just like glide down. But you know how young yeah. some kids can be. Aww. Like, I could see someone who's absolutely adamant and confident that it, it wouldn't get yeah. hurt. Sort of convincing my middle child that yeah, it would be fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, Renya sort of changed her mind when she saw her pet hamster sort of tied up in this parachute yeah, harness thing good um but when oh, she said to carla thing. no take it off of him carla just like ran over to the window and threw the hamster out oh my out. fucking god i mean I if that was me i probably sick. would have pushed carla out the window yeah. myself let's see if you can fly bitch yeah like, exactly <laughs> go fucking follow them yeah um so yeah obviously oh. her hamster just plummeted because no shit the parachute didn't work did it die renya ran out to the garden um but the hamster was still alive what? it wasn't moving but it was still alive it was, like dying no, or she put it back in its cage and it, and it was like, okay for two weeks but then you know how hamsters like mm. die of like yeah. shock and stress afterwards mm. so yeah it survived for two weeks but then sadly like its heart just horrible. gave up which just makes me think of Hop Along because I had a like little hamster that only had three legs when I was about that sort of age, yeah. <laughs> and it's called Hop Along because he hopped along. And, um, <laughs> so good at names, exactly. Um, I put him in one of those like hamster balls to let them go mm. exploring. Yeah. Um, and Phil, our brother, he came into my bedroom and he didn't know obviously Hop Along was in the hamster ball, and he just accidentally kicked the hamster ball right under my bed. Oh. And. I was like... So not like even meaning to kick it. He not even meaning to, he just walked in and accidentally oh. like his foot caught it. And yeah, Hop Along sadly only lasted like a couple of days oh. before he died of yeah. just stress and shock. Especially like only having like three legs. Yeah, he's already been through trauma. Exactly. It's horrible. That happened with one of mine. I remember that they were called Sinbad. The Sailor. And, yeah, he was named after Sinbad <laughs> the Sailor. Because you remember I loved Sinbad yeah. the Sailor. Um, I remember seeing the theme tune yeah. to you all the time. <laughs> Um, and it was literally, I was bringing him home from the pet shop and I tripped as I was carrying him in and dropped his box. Mm. And yeah, like he seemed okay, but then died after like a week. So sad. And I had that other one, what's he called? 
Squeaky, squeaky square. square. Yeah. <laughs> squeaky square. Had such good hamsters. <laughs> um, and then you also, you had like hop along, squeaky square. Yeah. And then hammy. That, that, that was yours. No, Hammy was yours. Was I had Hammy 2 and Hammy 3. Oh, I see. Hammy I, was mine yours. Mine was the original Hammy. Yeah, yours was the original. I like Tales what? of the Riverbank. <laughs> Hammy the Hamster. <laughs> oh. uh, but no, um, back so to the back to the stuff. poor hamster. So obviously oh. Renya buried her hamster. Yeah. Once it had died. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, Not like when we nearly buried my hamster, Fluff. Oh, no, he started put him by the fire because he like, yeah. seemed to have rigor mortis. Yeah, just like whilst we went outside to dig his grave and find a box and find a box, and then it turned out that he'd just been like trying to hibernate, and he like the warmth of the fire brought him round. Yeah, and he thank, started moving thank again. God, we didn't just take him out to bury him. I remember Mum took one of my hamsters to the vets because he seemed to have like this large tumor <laughs> on his underside. Oh God! And Mum took him to the vets with me. No, like, I know where this is going. Can you look at this hamster? We're really <laughs> worried. <laughs> and the vet has a look and just turns around and says, "No, those are his testicles now." <laughs> Excuse me, madam, your hamster is just anatomically correct. <laughs> we charged her like forty no. pounds just to tell her they were like, boy. Yeah. Oh. Mum was just like, Are you sure they meant to <laughs> And I just like, yes, no, they can be quite large on hamsters. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> oh, um, poor mum. Uh, but anyway, sadly we'll get back to mm. this. So, no. Carla came round a few weeks later after um, the hamster had died okay. um, and convinced Renya that they should dig it up to have a look at it. What the fuck? So, they did that and Carla was fascinated. And right. after a few minutes, Renya was just like really grossed and freaked out and insisted that they sort of reburied her hamster. Yeah. Like you would you do. Fucking, yeah. Um, so then Carla took her up to Renya's bedroom, mm-hmm. um, pricked both their thumbs with a pin, squeezed out drops of blood, and then told Renya that they're blood sisters now and that they have to keep each other's secrets until they die. What the What? So she's just got Renya in this horrible, like, toxic friendship, basically. Yeah, and I think people don't always realise that friendships can be toxic yeah. as well. Definitely, and, yeah. Um, yeah. You can she, be abused by a friend yeah. just as easily. And she was friends with Carla right up until sort of their arrest and everything. So. Oh, why? Yeah. So time moves on and then they're sort of 12. Mm. Um, and Carla's still friends with Renya, as I said. Um, but Carla always was like obsessed with playing with Barbies. Okay. Um, and Renya went along with it. She didn't enjoy it, but she went along with it because that's what Carla wanted to do. Fair enough. Um, but by the time they were 12, Carla had sort of developed another interest. She was, like, obsessed with Nancy Drew, like, mystery novels. Okay. And sort of playing detectives, trying to solve crimes. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point she even got given, like, fingerprint dusting kits and stuff for Christmas <laughs> oh my God. and stuff. Which is amazing. I'd love that. Yeah, like, she doesn't deserve them. kind of cool. <laughs> but... um, so one time, um, Carla was over playing with Renya. Um, and Renya noticed some boys playing baseball outside the house. Okay. So she convinced Carla to actually go out um, and watch while she played, because she was just like, we always do what you want to do. Can we, for once, just do what I want? Go Renya, sticking yeah, up for herself for She once. does start sticking up for herself, yeah. you know, as time goes on. So she's out there playing baseball with these boys, and Carla's just, like, getting bored and watching and being, like, a moody cow. <laughs> 
Um, and then she notices um, some kids playing football nearby. Mm-hmm. And she sort of zones in on this one girl who's a similar sort of age to her and Renya. So you think, oh, okay, perhaps she's like seeing her, sort of wanting yeah. to make another friend. No, she'd noticed that this girl had a sort of disability where her arms were half the length of typical arms and she had, like, floppy hands. Oh, yeah, just like... Yeah. Sort of birth, kind of like... Yeah, birth defect or deformity. Yeah, like... Yeah. So the girl, bless her, she noticed Carla staring, which you think she's probably used to people doing. Yeah, exactly. But she tried to be friendly she was like smiling at her mm-hmm. like trying to include her what a resilient and... like confident no. kid. like that's like you'd be you so just... proud wouldn't you if that was yeah. your kid just be like thank god they're not seeing this as something to hold them back yeah or like... feel ashamed of yeah or... yeah so but carla like starts oh showing what a cunt she is <sighs> so she's 12 now mm-hmm. I'm that's sorry, like, at 12, yeah. you know right from that's wrong. Like you know just a, being a yeah. nasty little shit. It's a not. little bit older than your eldest. Yeah. And like, she, I cannot, well, it's one thing, I can't imagine her ever being like that. No. But, but like, if she was, I'm sorry, yeah, she, would she would get know. the fucking yeah. riot act read to her. Yeah. Like, like, she, that's the thing, she, she isn't because not. she understands. Well, exactly. Like, <laughs> um, so Carla went up to this girl and just, like, literally told her that she was a freak. What? So the girl obviously like stopped playing and ran away crying yeah, as she you, fucking would. She'd oh been trying to be friendly. Yeah, with and Carla. then she just like, oh my god. Um, so her sort of brother was mm-hmm. also playing, and oh. he comes over to Carla and sort of starts having a go at her and sort of being like this protective elder brother. Oh, that's so it's sweet. Just like, it's a, they yeah. both sound like such, such amazing good kids. kids. Yeah. yeah, like you'd be so proud if they were yours. Mm-hmm. Um, Carla just told him that she didn't see what was wrong with what she'd said. She just told right. the truth and that his sister was a freak. What the fuck? Um, and she said, it's not my fault that she's got, like, seal arms. Oh, my God. She did not call them that. Yep. And then she starts clapping her hands together and making seal noises and encouraging all the other children nearby to join in. Well, that's disgusting. Yeah. And even, like, from that age, she's showing what sort of control and that she can have over other people and yeah. bring out that to nastiness got, in them. To have got the other kids to do that. Yeah. Who, by the sounds of it, before she got there, were just, like, doing Regular, their thing. They nice weren't, kids. Yeah, they weren't, like, being no. nasty towards the girl. Exactly. Or... Oh, my God. So the boy just, bless him, ran away to go and, like, find yeah. his sister and comfort her. Oh, my God. Just heartbreaking. Oh. So... Yeah, that just, to me, just shows mm. what she, she was yeah. like. At that age, you know. Exactly. Like, the student that I tutor is 12. Yeah. And she's, like, analysing Shakespeare and stuff yeah. with me. Like, You're old you enough know. to fucking understand that you don't treat someone like that. Exactly. Like, she has to have some kind of mental problem. Yeah, like, complete lack of empathy. Yeah. Like, she's got to be some kind of, like, a sort of sociopath or yeah. something. Yeah. Interestingly, later on, they do the sort of the psychopath sort of scale test with both her and Paul. Paul scores 35 out of 40. Okay, that's very high. Very high. Carla scores 5. Really? But is she just intelligent enough to know how to answer it? Yeah, exactly. Because all the questions are very, like, you rate yourself. And she is highly intelligent. And also, to be fair... The way you rate yourself depends on how you see yourself as Yeah, well. she may not see anything wrong with her. Yeah, exactly. And she very much later on, sort of, it's covered as well in the trial and that, that she sort of starts to 
take on and embody this sort of view of herself as the battered woman and victim oh, as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but anyway, back to when Carla's growing up. So when she was 14, mm-hmm. she... She was a natural blonde, but yeah. when she was 14, like, very typical teenager, I think, yeah. she starts dressing in black and dyeing her hair a variety okay. of colours. Yeah, like, like, we've all done that. Every teenager, time immemorial, has done that. Exactly. Like, that's so normal. So, and there was a brilliant quote about it, which mm-hmm. I hate, and like, it's attributed to her. Yeah. But, um, about dyeing her hair, and it, the quote was just like, it was like she was looking for the colour of happiness. Oh, Which that I is a nice quote. As a teenager, it's just like, yeah, you're trying to find who you are and how mm. you fit in. and Yeah, find what resonates with you. Yeah. And that's really crappy that that is a really good quote. And it's about her. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but <clears throat> like, like all teenagers, and I think it's like the people are looking for signs, like, you know, sort of retrospectively yeah. looking for signs we about want how be, she yeah. was going to go bad and warning signs. Exactly, it's comforting to people to feel like they can say oh but look you can tell because not like it's scary to think somebody could seem normal not that she fucking seems normal no exactly but but it's like things like pointed out that she didn't seem happy and was anxious about her life and future dreams like yes she's a teenager i mean out of everything out of everything she's done so far this is what they pick up on? Yep. As being, like, a bit worrying, not oh, like everything else? They also pick up on the fact that she developed a love for horror films. That's very normal. Yeah. I love horror films. Yeah. Who I doesn't? like ghost ones. I don't like the sort of gory ones. I don't but... like the, as you say, like, like soft porn gore yeah, like shock snuff ones. Films. Yeah. yeah. But, like... But, well, I mean, they're not <laughs> not actual snuff films, but, like, almost they're like they are. They're done in that style. Yeah. And it they make me like, really uncomfortable. Yeah, like hostel and things like that. Why... just, like, rape scenes. Yeah. Like, why and... do I want to see someone being literally tortured? Like... Yeah. Because I... That's the thing. I can't watch them because I just think that people do that to each other. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, like, I really like the original It. Oh, okay. I've uh, never seen the original. Oh. Did you watch this? Yes. The newer one, yeah. Is it It? Oh, no, yeah. So that one. Mm-hmm. But also, that's not the one I was thinking of. Oh. Like an idiot. <laughs> um, you know um, oh, The Shining. Oh, yeah. Love the original Shining. The like, one with, really um, good. oh, I can't think what his name is in it, but yeah. He <laughs> plays the Joker. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I know. The original. Is, I didn't know there was a newer one. Yeah, well, there was that um, Doctor Sleep. Oh, is that The Shining? Like, is that a new film about it's it? It's not a new... It's following, um, you know, the little boy in The Shining. Oh, yeah. When he's grown up. Mm. Um, and I tried to read the book about it, and I couldn't, just because of oh. the, like, awful, like, really descriptive scenes of, like, child torture in oh, it and murder. that sounds horrible. And I was just like, okay, well... I really like The Shining. I'll give the film a go when it was released. Mm-hmm. And I literally was so uncomfortable. And, like, I had, like, a panic attack watching it. Oh. Just because they literally show, uh, like, child getting, like, tortured no. and murdered. Oh, Obviously, my God. they don't actually do that, but, no, but... You, you see it all. That's and horrifying. I, and you hear them crying, crying for their mum oh and my God. everything. And then the, later in the film, you see their body getting, like, unearthed and... Jesus. I just literally could not. And this was a film that came out recently. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was absolutely horrendous. So, yeah, don't rate ones like that. Would much rather watch the actual Shining. Yeah. Like, me and my friends, Leah and Rachel, 
when we were younger, like young twenties, we did have a thing where like every New Year's we'd have a chainsaw massacre marathon. That's a good one, like. <laughs> but it's not as you say, it's not like gratuitous like rape scenes no. only against the women. There was and... kinda of, like a storyline and yeah, like you say, it's yeah. not just like, oh let's torture women and it's yeah. not they're not like misogynistic films yeah. in that way. And um, like yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so and back to Carla. Renya also remembers Carla saying that there's no god in the world, but there is an evil. Again, it's just like normal emo yeah, that's teenager so shit. Like, yeah. oh my god. Um. So sadly, sadly, like for any child that does this, like you know, fuck Carla when she's later and what she mm-hmm. does. But sort of, she made suicide attempts as well oh. when she was about fourteen. That's um, and really fucking annoyingly um later on you have sort of acquaintances of her at the time and so on that were like kids you know same sort of age as her and peers yeah sort of saying that they couldn't understand why she would ever try and commit suicide because what did she have to worry about when she was so good looking and intelligent yeah because that's how mental health works yeah and it's just like what the fuck's sake yeah that's not how it works but the whole point is a mental health disorder it's not because of you I, don't commit suicide because you've got actual reasons to yeah. end your life. No. Like oh. that's not how it works. No. Oh my fucking god! And that's such a like that's such a view that's held by so many people, even like even today. nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Like god. how how can you be suffering from mental health? What have you got? Mm. Your life's so the whole like rosy, oh it could or... be worse. You know, it's like yeah, that doesn't fucking mean that I can't yeah. feel this way. It's not a competition of sadness or bad luck it's just like oh i'm sorry did you say that when someone says they're happy well you could be happier exactly yeah (laughs) yeah ah so anyway um carla got a job at the local pet store when she was 15 right because she wanted to go to uni and become a vet and like as everyone said she loved animals despite throwing a hamster out a window i mean i guess she'd pretty fucking love cutting them up to operate on i think it's just as you say she like, or as I say, she doesn't see them as living no, things. She just it's sees very them objective things. and yeah. like like a curiosity and yeah. like a fascination. So when she was seventeen, um, in October nineteen eighty seven, um, she went to a pet supply convention in Scarborough. A what? A pet supply <laughs> convention. That's a thing. <laughs> I think it's where like they try and convince people to buy their dog beds from them. Okay, maybe. I Would you know. not just, I don't know, send a flyer around yeah. and be like, look, we sell dog beds, they're nice, buy some. Exactly. Like, what? Go to an actual convention where it's yeah. like, oh, come see our stall of, like, all of our... I guess they didn't have, like, Google to look at that's suppliers That's true, yeah, then, maybe that they? is... Yeah. Maybe that's why I am here, just like, what? Because it's not a thing now, <laughs> yeah. because we don't need it. Uh, so... When she was there, that was where she met Paul Bernardo because he lived in Scarborough. Oh, okay. So it wasn't because I was going to say if no, he wasn't lawyer, at the pet convention why was, either. Yeah, why was he? <laughs> but he was sort of at the hotel that she was at. Mm-hmm. But so back to sort of rewind now again to <laughs> to Bernardo's childhood. Ooh. So he was born on the twenty seventh of August, nineteen sixty four. Okay, so he's a bit older than yeah, that. Yeah, like six years? Six years older. That's a large age. Especially yeah. when she met him when she was 17 and he was like 22. 22. Yeah, yeah, just 22, 23. Yeah, coming up 23. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, like, we'll get a little like, child. Yeah. So he was born to Marilyn Bernardo, um, who was married to Kenneth Bernardo. 
they had two other children that were older than Paul, a boy and a girl. So okay. Paul was the youngest of three. Okay, so he's the youngest of three. She's, She's the, the oldest, oldest of three. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Paul wasn't actually Kenneth's biological child. Okay. He was from an affair that Marilyn had with an old boyfriend. But Kenneth is oh. listed on his birth certificate. So he okay, was like, so accepted. like legally. Yeah, because yeah. they're married and everything. He's accepted that. No, he's a... Okay. Did they... Kenneth have... No. Yeah, he did okay. know. So... Kenneth and Marilyn are both like shitty, 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 shitty people mm, who shouldn't be allowed near children or to have children or anything. Oh, They're awful. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Yep. Um, Kenneth was a paedophile. Okay. Yeah. Um, he would molest girls aged eight to nine-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also molested his own daughter, so Paul's sister. Oh, wonderful. Marilyn lovely person that she is and sort mm-hmm. of really good fucking mother knew about her what the f- yep hang on so she wasn't like you know unaware of this going on no. and sort of like she'd leave if she knew she was no. just like oh yeah that's fine kenneth would molest their daughter while sitting on the sofa um and watching a film with the rest of the family what the fuck yep so like the other kids were like they were in there and, like, around as well holy shit yeah. But it's all right because he had a fucking blanket over them. Right. Yeah. Like just the fucking mind boggles. Oh my god. And the mum was just like, oh yeah, I like I cannot imagine bringing children into no. the world and just being like, yeah, whatever. Well, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Like anything can happen to you. I don't give a shit. She really didn't. She cared. She withdrew herself from the situation, not her children. Oh well, so she gets to escape, but, but not them. Leave them in it. No. Why not take all of you out of the situation? Exactly. Like... So no, she would initially take herself on long weekends to visit her relatives, leaving the children with Kenneth. She would leave for like days at a time yep. and just leave them with a paedophile. Later, she decided to stop living in the family home upstairs with the rest of them and instead she moved to their basement. What the Leaving fuck? all the children upstairs with Kenneth, including Why? his daughter, oh my their God. daughter. So, oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't even know what to say. To you that. can't call her a mother, can you? Doing like, that? if that what the grittiest like dr- like soap opera, people would be like, "Whoa, that's too that's much!" Too like far. that doesn't that's like over the top. Yeah. Like that's like, not no, believable. She just removes herself from the situation and leaves her kids to stew in it. Oh my god. Why not just drop them at an orphanage or something? Like, it's not hard to just be like, okay, I don't give a shit about you, I'm going to get you out of my life. Because that yeah. would give them a better life. Like, why would you go and have three children if you cared that Who little? Who fuck knows? It's just, oh. So, something else with Paul that I don't think I've seen mentioned a lot either is that he was deprived of oxygen when he was born. Oh, okay. Um, so when he was five years old, blessing him at the time, not blessing yeah. him anymore, because... Fuck you. Um, he was pretty non-verbal still. Oh, right. Okay. So, um, like, so like a, de- a developmental delay. Yeah, he had delay. a developmental delay. He did catch up with the rest of his Yeah, peers, so but, delay, not like an yeah. actual condition. But I think that that was sort of frustrated his parents as well, and he mm, got shit for great. it too. Which also which brilliant. compounds the fucking yeah, problem. Yeah, because being non-verbal is often a sign of, like, trauma. And, and trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So was it even a delay, or was it just he's fucking traumatised? Exactly. Like, Jesus. So, when he was a child as well, like, it sucks for child 
Paul, but not for adult Paul. Um, he was bullied at school due to the neglect and sort of abuse from his parents. Oh my god, they bullied him for being neglected. Yeah, like, so him and his siblings would go like without meals, and aww. they were also their clothes weren't washed, they weren't washed yeah. and stuff, so they smelled, looked dirty. Kids being absolute sociopaths that they are, mm. they one time a teacher recalls them when Paul was about nine, mm-hmm. um, the children forming a ring around him and calling him like barnyard, dirty barnyard, oh and so god. on. Oh my god. So the teacher broke it up. Oh, okay, they did step in. But they remember Paul just crying to them afterwards and asking why was he teased so badly and why didn't people like him? Oh, I don't like that this is making me feel sorry for him. Because he's scum. Like, that happening to any child is just heartbreaking. So sad. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Um, And I just put in my notes as well that it's quite ironic really that that's what he went through in his childhood mm. but that's exactly how Carla treated yeah, like children he ended as a up child with somebody who was a bully yeah she would have she would have him exactly the she same. would have been the one getting the all the kids to do it yeah, yeah. jesus so when paul was 16 now okay. um his mother was having a fight with kenneth mm-hmm. so his or you know his dad um and she decided that to hurt Kenneth, she would do that through Paul. So she decided it was the perfect time to tell him that Kenneth wasn't his actual dad and that he was the, the result of an affair. Just in the middle of an argument with Kenneth, just like, oh yeah, fuck you, Paul, you're not... Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, just to try and hurt Kenneth. Oh my god. So after that, unsurprisingly... Paul started to refer to his mum as a slob and a whore, and he always used it when referring to her. Yeah, not like the not way, the to, way deal to deal with it, with it but no. I don't blame him. No. Like, and oh his mum is awful because she just refer, like retaliates by calling Paul a bastard and the bastard from hell and stuff. It's right. Like, that's not his choice. You're no. the one who had him from an affair. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're blaming him for something you did. And also, yeah. you raised him, so if he is an awful person, that's on... it kind of reflects on you. Yeah. Like, wow. Least, yeah. So... Not, like, everything. No. But, like... But being raised in that environment with two yeah. shitty parents. Exactly, like, yeah. That or... does affect how your brain develops. Yeah. Like, bottom line is maybe he would have developed differently if he'd been raised in a different yeah. environment because trauma and abuse does, does shape, shape your brain. brain yeah and like definitely also shapes how you learn to cope with life yeah. and what you think how is you, normal yeah. yeah your coping mechanisms your arguing mm. methods everything yeah so paul was obviously 16 and he just wanted an escape from that yeah. environment yeah um so he became a summer camp counselor okay um and sort of people said they didn't see that side of him at all he was um personable warm friendly charming that's sort of weird. described as the sort of boy you'd want your daughter to date okay what went wrong paul <laughs> but <laughs> i think it's like with other sort of serial killers and offenders and stuff he's just practicing that front to put on yeah that's true and um, because from a young age like from 10 He'd been sort of using his charm and his non-threatening looks and his just, like, boyish charm and that to okay. sort of manipulate people anyway. Ah. Like, when he was 10, he'd been caught multiple times as a peeping Tom. Oh, okay. And people just 
fucking put it down to oh well, boys are boys. And oh he's my curious. god! Oh my fucking god! Like that needs to fucking yeah, stop. Exactly. Teach them how to respect people. Yeah. Teach them how to respect men and women. Exactly. Even if you want to be sexist and be like, oh, the boys will be boys. Like, you still need to fucking teach me it's not okay. Yeah. Like, so your argument is still invalid. Exactly. Like, do something about it. Teach them not to rape or be creepy fuckers. Yeah, exactly. We wouldn't need to teach girls to look after themselves and, like, not get raped if we didn't have the boys doing it in the first place. Yep. So, on top of sort of being a peeping Tom, he also, I guess because there was not like Google and stuff, um, <laughs> that he sort of cut out pornographic images that he kept a stash okay. of. Okay. That's such a like several decades yeah. ago kind of thing that really dates him. <laughs> um, which, again, would be fine if that's what he wants to do. Yeah, him like, do him. Not harming him. Those uh, people hopefully are in all the magazines consensually. Yeah, apart well, from the fact that he got underwear adverts of children as young as 10 year olds oh yeah okay so he's like his fucking dad yep following in his dad's footsteps so when that sort of stopped giving him the same sort of thrill and excitement that he was getting from it um he also started getting porn films from the local like I don't know, adult <laughs> shop, video rental shop. Go down Blockbuster. Yep. You know, what have you got on the top shelf? <laughs> Which again, it'd be like, yeah, okay, awkward, embarrassing. Yep. Like, I know. would definitely find it awkward. But um, yeah. he, I think it must have been a really fucking seedy shit place anyway, because the ones he got were like bondage and rape. Oh, rape, not good. No. no. So Ooh. then later, psychiatrists sort of like analysed him and stuff like that, and they said that like he had numerous fetishes, um, which <laughs> okay. obviously included sadism, like no shit with what he's watching, um, voyeurism, again peeping fucking Tom, mm-hmm. um, but he also had coprophilia and oh, urophilia. Okay, is coprophilia not to do with like poo? Yep, and... like watching it, <laughs> eating it, touching it. it <laughs> And then obviously ah. urophilia is... Like urine. Urine. Oh, no, no, no. Yep. So that's what he was into. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know whether to tell this story or not. <laughs> I... That has made me think of one of my exes in a disturbing way. I do. I want to know. <laughs> I think you'd be able to guess which one it is. But... And I don't care about sharing this because they are an arsehole, an absolutely abusive scumbag. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm not identifying them. So, exactly. You know. um, but if they know it's them, it's on yeah. them. And also how weird that they'd be listening to our podcast. That would be weird. But I do remember him once telling me something that I found weird. That he said, like, when he was kind of going through puberty and stuff and, like, learning about his, like, urges and stuff. That he found it really weirdly like erotic, erotic to like like women like weeing. Oh, that's just and I just weird. don't understand How? why. How? Like if if that's your jam, you know, and it's not hurting anyone. But I just I I don't get it. No, no that stuff should be kept private. Yeah, to yourself. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing Paul Bernardo had no bathroom <laughs> in his house. No, not allowed. <laughs> uh, so anyway, oh, um, don't even have a toilet. Tidbit. We just use nappies so we can <laughs> smear it up. 
Very well. Oh. <laughs> Glass coffee table. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, oh we said we wouldn't find humour in this one. Yeah, but somehow we've dug it out <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, um, Paul um, went to university when he was 19 and okay. he studied accounting. Ooh, why? But yeah. <laughs> anyway, his um, yearbook quote from graduating high school, because like in Canada, America, they have like their quotes, don't they, in their yearbooks. Yeah. Oh, his yeah. one that he put was stud. We'll remember Loria, which was like his high school, oh, okay. um, where he pursued his favourite pastime, meeting females. Uh, not no. even women or girls, no. No, not that In word. Incelly females. Oh, I want to scrub my brain clean. Uh, I hate that word so much. Yep. Oh, you fucking asshole. Yeah. And then he, he started writing himself self-motivation notes. No. Yep. No. Yeah. I, I will... Give us a sample. Oh my god. Poverty is self-imposed. Sure it is, Paul. Yeah, you know. All those poor all people. All self-done. Yeah, all those poor people who work like multiple jobs like, and everything. Sorry, if that's not privilege. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Jesus. Um, money How never sleeps. How think that as well, considering that he as a child was like neglected, wasn't fed. He literally grew up in like poverty that wasn't yeah, himself. I'm guessing his parents had money. I suppose, yeah, maybe he... Because poverty yeah. is not neglect, is it? I suppose. Well, no, but I was just thinking in terms of, like, he didn't get... F- but, yeah, I guess that, yeah, he wa- it wasn't that they couldn't afford to eat. Yeah. They just weren't feeding him. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, money never sleeps. Like, no, it's inanimate, Paul. No, yeah, money... <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not awake either. <laughs> it's not alive. <laughs> um, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Motivational. No, that's just, just being a douchey cunt. Yeah, it's just being like a toxic, like alpha male. Yeah. Like, um, oh. a big ass makes a woman's heart beat faster. <laughs> is he meaning a donkey? Is he? Is, is he, he meaning, meaning like? Hang on. A big ass makes a woman. So does a woman's ass or like a man's ass? Because it wouldn't be like their being, own ass, would? Or being an being ass, an ass to yeah. them. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he is a big ass. Does he want butt implants? Just yeah. like, if I get a Paul wants to have like a bubble butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, that'll get all the women. They like I, big butts and they cannot lie. Paul walks in with an itty bitty waist. A round butt in their face. face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he needs to explain yeah. that one. Was Paul there just like squatting all the time? Like, <laughs> But even if guys do lots of squats, they don't get not, bubble butts. No, not in the same way it doesn't seem. No. That's the thing. It's like Paul, um, Paul, Troy, no God, <laughs> Troy is, obviously he's like really muscular, works out and stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, he's got like a defined bum, but not, yeah. it doesn't like properly like, it's not like a shelf or something. No, like, like I think Josh's yeah. got a lovely bum, but it's not like, like it doesn't pop out like no. the woman's bum does. That's the thing because like Troy's thighs and stuff are like really muscular. But like yeah. me, with the fact that I've been putting more muscle on and stuff, yeah. like my thighs get they're still a different bigger. shape. Yeah, they yeah. get more like chunky. Yeah. Whereas like his are still like lean. Yeah. Like it seems like it's much e- like men kind of they don't have that like body fat that seems to like. Or even just the way the, mu- cause the muscle, like, bulk, the muscle yeah. bulks out. Like, it's not even... Like, you can have, like... If you look at, like, athletes and stuff and mm. women ones, they can, like, have barely any body fat yeah. on them. But the way their muscle got, like, grows and yeah. it's is like made the wider up, thighs yeah. and things like that, yeah. It still gives them 
curves. Mm. Whereas guys just seem to be muscular but still stiff. Yeah. Like straight. straight. Maybe that's why Paul was such an unsufferable ass. Because he just couldn't get that butt. <laughs> he was like... Damn it. He's always searching for that yeah. butt and he could not reach it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But anyway, yeah. So while he was at uni, talking about Paul again, mm-hmm. um, he started dating a girl called Lucy. Now, okay. he was like 19, coming up 20. She was Iceen. Ew. And she also was like... She, she was younger mentally than 16 for oh, what I've read. Okay. Like, like developmentally delayed again. Yeah, not a lot. Not like just a learning difficulty. Yeah, she just wasn't. You yeah. know how like you look at some kids and there's nothing wrong with them like from a neurological point of view or anything like that. They're just more innocent than some oh, other okay. kids their age. Oh, right. So I she was just like that. Kind of, yeah, like a very, very young, young 16. 16. Okay. She was um, still like a child. Yeah, and she was just really vulnerable because of all of that um so they dated no surprise he zeroed in on exactly they always fucking do so they dated for three years and i put dated in inverted commas yeah because it's grooming isn't it paul it's grooming grooming. and also he didn't really take her on dates oh he took her in his car to remote locations where he would then proceed to have sex with her okay it doesn't sound like dating at all they're not really having a relationship what the fuck um, so and she's 16. She's 16. Oh and he's God. 19, coming up 20. So mm. they dated for three years till she was 19, and he would have been oh, like 22, 23. God. Proper grooming. Yeah. Um, so the sex started off fairly vanilla, she said. Um, but then Paul started to push it, like obviously as they do when they mm-hmm. get more comfortable, claws yeah. are getting Yeah, in start them. thinking, okay, they've put up with yeah. this, they're not going to leave. Like, yeah. I'm start pushing eat. boundaries. Yeah. So he started insisting on more oral oh sex than anal sex oh. and then bondage and degrading name calling great so, so like nothing wrong with all those things again if, if you want to yeah. but you to force that onto like somebody who is considerably younger than yeah. you and uh, oh that is just so scummy and creepy and yeah he gets scummier mm. um so right before breaking up Mm-hmm. Lucy didn't feel like having sex and she was starting to sort of assert herself more yeah. and like assert her boundaries more, yeah, which is good on her. Yeah. Um, but Paul demanded that she get into the back seat of the car. Okay. Um, and then he gave her a wine bottle and told her to stick it up herself. What the fuck? Yep. So she, obviously just wanting to prove he was in control yeah. and degrade her. Uh-huh. And, so she initially refused, but when he didn't let up, she kind of, I think, gave in, just thinking, well, at least it'll be over yeah, and I can true. go home. Yeah, just get it done and leave. Yeah, um, but that didn't work. Um, Paul oh, then bound her wrists <clears throat> and <throat> anally raped her oh, while choking her with some twine. Oh, wonderful. Yep, he said that he loosened it when she started gagging because he's a stand-up oh, fucking yeah. guy. Lovely. Yep. Well, yeah, what a perfect ma- gentleman. Exactly. Like- um, he then drove her home while telling her to stop fucking crying and sort her makeup out before her parents saw her. No, Jesus. Yeah. Um, oh my God. She did break up with him shortly after that. Good. Sadly, not before he got more violent really? with her. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. So after that sort of ordeal, um, mm-hmm. Paul then told his childhood friends who were the Smyrnis brothers. Okay. Um, that Lucy had pissed him off so much that he had to rape that bitch. What the Fuck. Yep. So, That's disgusting. Yeah. And they obviously have no issue with him 
feeling like that. That's such like misogynistic, like incel type stuff. Like, oh. Oh, don't. He He then talks to them about wanting to build a virgin farm where he could breed virgins to rape. What? Like proper I'm incel. Sorry. Yeah, like what? Yeah. <laughs> that that oh, doesn't no. even make sense. Like, but what the fuck? I've been on like Reddit's like incel tears, just like where they like post the ridiculous oh, okay. bullshit stuff yeah. that incels come out with. Mm-hmm. And like literally that is something that comes up on there is them saying shit like that. That they want Jesus. to breed women to be able to what be What is pure wrong and... with them? Yeah. Oh my god. So he also believed that a woman had to be monogamous to the man, but that the man didn't have to be monogamous oh, to the woman. Of course he did, because yeah. that is also a lovely incel fantasy. A incel before there was a term for it. Yeah, but I guess incel, is that the right word, considering that he does have sex with people? Yeah, but then they do, some of them still refer to themselves as incels because they're with a lower value woman. What? And they're not like the nine tens, the like, um... No, the Stacey's. Stacey and Chad. And they'll never be a Chad, so you're still an incel. Oh my god. Yeah. So they're then even degrading the women that will sleep with them and like be with... My fucking god. It's Have they ever pathetic. considered that maybe they just aren't that high up on the numbers scale if they're going to be disgusting and use rank that? people yeah, by rank numbers? People, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're just oh, it's just like pure, just like misogynistic crap. Yeah, just like oh. who actually in real life does that? Goes oh, you're a nine. Exactly. Yeah. Like if somebody said that, I'd like okay, and I am going. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you're a ten, and you can fuck off. Oh, you, aren't you flattered? No, because no, that's off. disgusting yeah. that you also look at people like that. Yeah. Because uh, you definitely, if you do that, look down on people just yeah. based off of whether you're attracted to them. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be attracted to everyone. They don't exist to please you. No one's going to be attracted to everyone anyway. No. Because people are so fucking yeah. different. That doesn't mean I'm like, oh, they're fucking ugly because I'm not attracted to them. It's yeah. like, no, they're just not my type. Or... Uh, so yeah, that's how shitty he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went on to graduate. needed more proof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He went on to graduate uni and he got a junior accounting job. Okay. But obviously that didn't provide him the money or the lifestyle he wanted. Oh, no. He wanted, according to him, the cars, the women, the cash. Like, absolutely. I mean, money doesn't sleep. Twat. <laughs> money doesn't sleep. He's got to keep that hustle up. Exactly. Like, fucking hell. So he started um, smuggling cigarettes across the border of American Canada with Van Smyrnis to, like, boost his income. Van. Yep. Like Van Wilder, that, like, Ryan Reynolds yep. film. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's sort of his sort of pre-meeting Carla in a nutshell. Okay. So on that night in October where they met in 1987, um, Carla was at a hotel um, for this pet convention. Okay. <laughs> um, and she was sharing a hotel room with another girl. Okay. So they were hungry and it was like past midnight. Okay. So they went down to the hotel's in their pajamas to get some like toasties or real cheese sandwiches they're called (laughs) oh my god yeah i would so do that i know i'd love that i love a toasty that is such a good like late night snack as well yeah especially if you've been drinking which Mm. they had done as well yeah same um, with like pizza and things like that why is it things with cheese and bread are like so good (laughs) i had when we went up to cumbria we found me and josh both ordered one each we had we went to this whiskey distillery um, we couldn't do a tour because they're like, fully booked for the rest of the uh. day. But we ate at their like cafe and we had a pulled beef 
brisket toasty. Oh my god. And then a treacle scone for oh pudding. Oh my amazing. god, that sounds so good. So good. Oh my god. And the girls had um, pancakes with bacon and maple syrup. Just like that's amazing. amazing oh my god i am so hungry right now and that is not helping it doesn't help this well that we're like an hour and a half behind that's the thing i should have been at home right now and like dinner. eating dinner yeah and i've still got to like cycle home after this and i am so hungry <laughs> so yeah so um while carla and her sort of friend were eating these sandwiches mm. um paul and van came Ugh, over and god. sort of paul focused in on carla okay because um, she's a Stacey. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she's all blonde. And... <laughs> um, and they talked for like an hour with okay. Paul teasing her about her pyjamas. Hey. Right at that point, I'd be like, well, fuck off. Yeah, man. fuck you. My pyjamas are awesome. He like practiced pickup artist tricks as well. Oh, that's, that... that's such an incel thing as well. Yeah, and that's that whole negging thing, isn't yeah. it? Just like, well, I'll be like t- saying like, oh, how ridiculous that you're in your pyjamas to make you then want to impress me yeah exactly whereas like i'd just be like well if you don't like me fuck off exactly yeah (laughs) um and so yeah they talked for an hour and then sources say that all four of them went back to the hotel room but carla and paul had sex for about an hour hang on what (laughs) so so what did her friend and van do while they were having sex did they just sit on the other bed awkwardly yeah what what (laughs) yeah were they there were they sat out in the hall just like are you guys done do you need any ice (laughs) (laughs) like were they just what the fuck um that point onwards though their relationship continued to move quickly Mm -hmm. so by the second day they (laughs) were not very quickly compared to some of it (laughs) (laughs) um they prophetically yeah Prophetically, watch the film Prince of Darkness. That's about like this evil being unleashed, 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 unleashed upon the world. Okay, sounds like them. Exactly. That's why I said prophetically. Yeah, it, it sounds so silly when you say it. <laughs> I sound like a child. I was just gonna... <laughs> prophetically. <laughs> oh, long day. It's been such um, a long week. But yeah, and they quickly got on to um like during their second date using bondage in the bedroom okay it's like yeah, yeah you do you yeah if you like that then go for it but don't get rapey and killing no yeah exactly like no, there's no need yeah you can do all of these things with consenting people and like yeah. fulfill those fantasies uh, like, but then this bit's absolutely gross but for a different reason than we normally cover oh so, okay carla started writing poor love notes oh. which okay fine <laughs> the odd one or two yeah. But no, she sent him two or three a day to his oh, house wow. in Scarborough. That makes me cringe. Yep. Ugh, I am not... even putting them to stop repeating yeah. yourself? I am just not... Like, I don't like all of that, like, super flowery, like, I'm confessing my undying love. <laughs> like, oh, that would really put me off somebody. The same with, like, where in romantic films and stuff, it's meant to be like, oh my god, when somebody, like, serenades someone, sings them a song or whatever, and it's like, no, I, I would just be like, where is the door? How do I... Get out you of... need to watch, um, uh, what was it called? Um, is Love or Love is Blind, the second season. Because there's this really cringy guy on there who keeps oh, on. God. He's got like a ukulele with him all the no. time. And he keeps on serenading the girl that he's no. with. And you can see she looks just so uncomfortable. I would just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's the easiest way to stop me liking you. <laughs> like, um, God. So, oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> 
I sound like such a horrible person. I remember going on some dates with somebody and I feel bad, but it's like, it is one thing that like really put me off them because I felt really like stressed and like, oh my God, no. What did they do? They were like telling me, because they loved reading and stuff as well. Okay, yeah. And they were like saying about a book they were reading. I can't remember what it was, but it was really good or that they really liked um, that they had read. And they were like, oh, you know, um, I'll like read it to you. No. And I was like, no, no, no that's just I'm not me- a child. Yeah, I was like, that makes me feel so cringy. Like you're being really nice and you're like you're not meaning to be weird. I'm, but I'm, that I just makes I would me feel freaked out. Someone's just like yeah. let me like unless I'm in a coma or paralyzed <laughs> or something. Yeah. I can't do it myself. I was, like, I was like after that date, I felt so I feel horrible, but I felt so stressed. No, I was like, suffocating and I, stifling yeah. and treating you like That's a child. The thing. I was like, I don't want to see them again, because what if they're like, let me read to you? Yeah. And I was like, I don't want you to, but I can't be like, I well, I could have been, but I felt like it'd be really mean to just like, please do not do that. I feel like <laughs> if you'd like gone on more dates, they would have done more and more that showed that they think women are like children and need like Maybe. parenting They were a, a really nice person. Like, they were a really nice person, but, yeah, just those sorts of things. Yeah, I felt like, so, um, like, oh, no. The latest don't. married at first sight. And there's that really nice guy mm. um, who was with this horrible woman, but they're in bed on the first day of the mm. honeymoon, do you remember? And he starts trying to feed her. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. No. That's the thing. I was like, the whole... Like, any hope of a relationship, I was just like, no, because clearly you think things are romantic that I totally do not. Like, I do not want to be in a relationship where I'm having to be like, okay, to what, stuff that... What do you do while they're reading to That's you? That's the like... thing, I like, I don't want to just sit there and... Like, I like reading to myself. Because yeah. I am a very fast reader. And, I, like, when I read, I, I I'm just, like, read. <laughs> in the zone. I do it to escape and just be, like, by myself. Me like, out. no. Oh, I do not no. want you reading to me. No, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, but, well, Tana's family seem to like Paul. Um, and they, she, Carla managed to convince her mum to let Paul stay at the home during the weekends because it was like an hour and a half away. Okay. That is kind of... Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. That is kind of far. I To drive up for like the day to be like, oh, I've driven three hours to see my girlfriend, I'm assuming she I mean, I drive point. an hour each way today just to pick up a smart trike for my youngest today. Yeah, but you are crazy. So, <laughs> and also spoiled. you love a bargain. I so, do love a bargain. <laughs> so, but like to do that, if you had to do that like every day to go see like Josh or something, it'd probably be like, that's a lot. I would be definitely going to him why can't they yeah. stay over? That's the thing. That's why I moved in with Troy and his family before we, like, obviously moved in and the whole, bought like, a house together. And... Well, it was kind of happening before that. Okay. Because <laughs> it was just like, I cannot afford to be driving, like, an hour <laughs> each way to yeah. see you. Like, I don't make enough money for the petrol for that yeah. on top of everything. Like, I'm having to already sometimes decide between eating and petrol to see you. Like, yeah, that's... it was very like, unless I move in with you, we have to scale back how much we see each other. Yeah, I suppose me and Josh were lucky that it was like 15 minutes to meet yeah, in the middle. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so Paul did start staying over, um, but he was quickly becoming like less and less satisfied with sex with Carla, oh. despite all the like shit that they were into and that she'd. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound all that boring. No. <laughs> um, but 
he then started like leering into Carla's twelve-year-old sister Tammy's Ooh, bedroom window. Twelve. Yeah, she's fucking. She's like she is literally a child. Um, like a little yep. kid. And Paul also like started escalating in his sort of controlling behaviour of Carla. Oh, marvellous. Um, so he would pick Carla up from school, which both of them loved because he got to show up his like young, pretty. I had forgotten girlfriend. she was in high school right yep. now, and Whoa. she got to show off her mature older boyfriend who yeah. drives. And because at that age, you don't realize how wrong and gross Whoa. and creepy it is when you're being grown. No, you don't. Like at that age, you think that oh yeah, I'm like grown up and yeah. Oh, I want like, to go be sick right now. Yep, it's awful. Mm. Um. So he also insisted that Carla stop like wearing short or revealing clothes. Oh. Um, he insisted that she returned her hair to its natural blonde. Right. Because obviously, you know, that's, that's what he wants, isn't it? Just like yep. stereotypical. Exactly. Literally like, like a Barbie. Yeah, Barbie yeah. doll. Yeah. Um, and he insisted that she didn't talk to other boys at all, but he took his ex-girlfriend to his uni graduation while right. dating Carla. Okay. Yeah, sounds like my, my yep. ex. <laughs> So, with all of this, and, like, Paul getting bored with Carla in the bedroom and Mm -hmm. stuff, his sexual deviance and violence started escalating, as it always does with people like this. (laughs) And we'd already seen that it's, like, been escalating as well. Yeah. With his peeping behaviour to the porn, to the, you know, Mm -hmm. rape porn. So, he decided that instead of just watching that sort of stuff now, it would make sense to start raping people himself. Oh, yeah, that's a, Um, a sensible escalation yeah yeah that makes sense so he started um committing a series of rapes which would go on to be known as the scarborough rapist oh Um, but obviously they didn't know it was paul at the time connected to him so on may the 4th again fuck's sake what is it with star wars i hadn't (laughs) twigged when i was writing it (laughs) but yeah may the 4th 1987 okay paul commits um what's believed to be his First rape. Now I'm dubious right, about this. Okay. Um, because this was of a 21 year old mm-hmm. who Paul had followed home, and he raped her mm-hmm. in the front garden of her parents' oh. house minutes after she got off a bus, oh, wow. and the attack lasted over half an hour. Right. So that's very confident. Yeah. For that to be a first in rape. her parents' front garden. Yeah. Also, front garden. Front like, garden. Surely not very secluded, or like, she, did she they have lots of hedges right. or? I can't imagine that's so, very like, out in the open and like, like, I, I guess, guess it's, it's dark but still cars like it's on yeah. a bus route actually yeah she's literally using minutes from her getting yeah. off the so it's, that implies to me it's like in the town or yeah. city or at least in a quite well populated suburban yeah. area she yeah that's very brazen yeah so I'm not convinced that that's his no. first rape be very unusual yeah so the next rape he commits um, are the 14th of May, so 10 days later, where he attacked a 19-year-old in the back garden of her family's home. Now, that attack lasted an hour. Okay. Okay, with Paul lasting hell of a long Who's time. Who's timing these? <laughs> like, has Paul got a Fitbit or something? Time. Like, what? It's like, oh, my heart rate's peaked now. Yeah, like, who, how do they know how... L- I don't uh, know. <laughs> yeah, the, like, was it himself? Yeah, because like, like oh, personal to you, best. You're not going to know. Like, like your sense of time is going to be so off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't actually know. Then on the twenty seventh of July, um, he attempted to rape another girl, but she like fought back this time. Oh, okay. So instead, Paul just like beat her severely. Oh and fled, wow! Because he's such a big strong yeah. man. But also, then seems a bit 
like again, typical guy, yeah, yeah like because oh the minute they, she fights back he runs off yeah like, can't handle himself actually he likes to feel big and strong yeah. but he fucking is not so after that one there's apparently a break in the number of in like his rape attempts until december so from july until december that's a very long time doesn't seem to make sense no yeah okay you could say his confidence be knocked by the one yeah his ego is so fragile yeah i don't i doubt that that doesn't seem because especially with people like that with that sort of if he did have a fragile ego you think they'd be more inclined to then go out and try and assert themselves more exactly i with what we know about like reporting of rapes and stuff like that, like so many go unreported. Yeah, that's true. Like to me, it makes a hell of a lot more sense that the ones in between just aren't getting yeah. reported. That's a good point. So the next reported one was on the sixteenth of December, so two months after Paul and Carla met. Oh wow! So he raped a fifteen-year-old girl in an attack that lasted again over oh, an hour. Quite specific, like an hour. Yeah, I suppose maybe. If they know what time they've gotten off that's the bus, true, yeah. and then what time they get home, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, there will be. But also, in like, their house. this is two months after him and Carla were together. Yeah. This is disgusting. You have to make yeah. light of it because it's just so fucking awful. It's like with like doctors' jobs and stuff like that. Sometimes you've got that, that black yeah. or dark humour. Yes, gallows humour. Exactly. Otherwise, like we'd just crumble every time yeah. we researched a case. That or... is, yeah, I mean, I generally I do every say, time or... I record them yeah. when I'm doing them. Yeah. Um. So the next, because I'm just going to try and get through these because they're so yeah. many and it's horrific. And the next um, sort of record of rape was a 22 year old woman in December who was getting off a bus again. Um. This time sort of her attacker who we know is Paul but they didn't mm. um, first wrapped a cord around her oh. neck mm. then he raped her orally okay. then anally then orally again while Ew. demanding that she tells them that she loves them like I also don't get like what, raping or, people orally or, like there's not if, teeth if, and yeah. they could bite you exactly and... that's I like to think that's exactly what I would do yeah. it's like bite and like tear because then they're probably going to be a bit too taken up by I, that to, like, chase you, maybe. I guess it's because he always took a knife with him when oh. he committed the rape. So if you bite him, he, he can, can be stab waiting, you. He can stab yeah. you. And... Oh. Piece of shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, and it's just weird the way that he insists that they tell him that they love him. Like, yeah. he does it on more than one occasion. He really does have a fucking fragile ego. Yeah. Like... So... After he finished raping her, um, he tied her to a fence with her own belt Aww. and then kicked her in the ribs before oh, lovely. leaving. Because, oh. you know, what says big strong man more than kicking a woman in the ribs well, while she's tied, she's tied yeah. to a fence and can't defend yeah. herself? After you've assaulted her. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she went to the hospital and detectives asked her to describe her attacker. Mm-hmm. So she said that he was a white male, about six foot high and 180 pounds. Okay. So that could be described. Yeah, that's like anyone. so many people. Yeah. Um, she also mentioned that he wore gloves. Oh, um, so interesting. So obviously no they couldn't get any DNA yeah. from him. Um, mm. I guess he also wore a condom too. Yeah, actually, that's true. Unless, you know, it just wasn't long enough for him to actually manage to, you know. I literally <laughs> thought you were needing something else wasn't long enough. That's <laughs> why <laughs> it took him so long. <laughs> Couldn't feel anything. <laughs> it would fit in a Twix wrapper. 
So moving on. Um, on the 17th of December, police issued a warning to women in Scarborough, urging them not to walk alone and to be especially careful when travelling alone yeah. at night by a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also at this point that the media started calling the attack of the Scarborough Rapist. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, you've got to have a catchy name. Do, it's not yeah. really a catchy name, is it? It's just where they're yeah, raping. Literally, literally just a description. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. a London rapist. Exactly. <laughs> um, so later on in December, on the 23rd, so just two days before Christmas, mm-hmm. like in case you can't do the maths, which <laughs> everyone can, um, a 17-year-old girl was getting off a bus in Scarborough after she'd been shopping for Christmas Aww. presents. So I mean, she left it very late. Um, but no, so she'd just been shopping for Christmas presents and she got off the bus. Um, she was then followed and dragged into a back garden on the street and right. Oh, um, he liked now, his gardens. He really did. Now, at this point, it was clear to the police that the rapes were escalating in violence mm. because during this rape, Paul also raped the girl anally with the knife oh. he took oh. with him. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh, um, no! He then raped her vaginally and anally, not like with his penis. After? Yeah. Oh, my God! God. And then and this is just before Christmas. This is just before bloody Christmas and she's like, seventeen. It's bad anyway, but like for some reason like yeah. I love Christmas so much, that's just oh my it's I think 17. the contrast of all those yeah. houses will be decorated up for Christmas. Yeah. They'll have their lights out. Like she's You'll... just got home from shopping thinking yeah. like, oh tomorrow it's Christmas Eve and Yeah. Mm. Oh. Um <sighs> so, that is it's one awful. of the worst things I think. I, I read it initially mm. when I was researching it and everywhere just said um, he raped her with a knife. Yeah. And I had to look into it because I was just like, do you mean he was just holding a knife while yeah. he raped her? But no. No, it was like literally oh my worst. Oh my God. Course. Holy shit. So yeah. Um, once he'd finished doing that, uh, he went through her purse and got her driving license. Mm. And he told her that if she goes to the police, he knows her name where she lives, so he'd kill her. But, oh my God. So he then told her to lie on the ground and not move for half an hour. Right. But she's going to be bleeding so much. She tried to, um, and she obviously had no way of turning the tide, as we said earlier. Um, So when she thought enough time had passed, she got up to look for her clothes. How could she even fucking get up? Like, oh my God. But at that point, when she got up to look for her clothes, mm. Paul pounced on her out of the bushes no. and punched her in the head. Oh, my God. Com- he was just fucking waiting, waiting for her just... to get up. Bastard. The punch to the head stunned her. And then he raped her again before finally leaving. Oh, my God. So that just shows how much he's escalating yeah. to have to still get mm-hmm. his jollies. God. Oh, my God. Um, and the taking of the ID that he did with her um, is something that became very apparent to police. Paul did to all his victims. Mm. Um, it's probably, I reckon, as a like mix of one as a memento, yeah, and two to just scare them further. No, like you then know yeah, that he knows that... your name and where you live. Exactly, it is that greater like yeah. violation of like yeah. privacy and and then like with the big gaps in rates and so on. Mm. To me, it makes sense that they're not getting reported if he's doing this. Yeah, that's true. He knows your name and where you live. He's telling you not Mm. to report it or else he'll kill you. Exactly, yeah. So, of course, there's going to be stretches of time where people don't Mm. because it takes 
like such a strong person to report a rape anyway. Any, yeah. Oh my god. Um, and police, disgustingly, like not that the police were disgusting, but police learn of other disgusting patterns that Paul had um, with these rapes. Mm-hmm. Um, they noticed that the attacker would smear his victims in dirt all over. Just to, like, degrade them further, I guess. Um, He would also insert anything he could get his hands on, not just his knife, but, like, sticks and everything else. Um, The police described it as so far beyond the line of degrading Mm. to the point of the victims. Jesus Christ. Um, And then, really fucking weirdly, and remember this for later, Paul would also rip hair out of his victims, both pubic and head hair, to keep as trophies. Ew. Yeah, it's also disgusting. Yeah, so just remember that for later as well, because that, that will come to. up again. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so again, trying to get through them, mm-hmm. and the next rape that was reported was then not until the eighteenth of April, nineteen eighty-eight. So okay. four months later. Yeah. And um, the victim was another nineteen-year-old who just got off the oh. bus and told police that she was sure her attacker had been hiding in the bushes. Hmm. Um, and while Paul raped her, like every way possible he was also punching her throughout wow um around this time as well there was also a rape which happened in misusaga i think that's how you say it um now this in this rape a woman had been pulled in some bushes after getting off a bus Mm. and she described her rapist as in their early 20s wavy blonde hair yeah about six foot and with good looking features okay yeah now paul was 22 at this point Mm. And it's, so it sounds like Paul. He does. Just a little bit. <laughs> just, just a tad. Yeah. Now, Mississauga is also in Toronto. Okay. It's the same sort of area as Scarborough, but it's a 45-minute drive away by car or an hour by bus. Okay. But despite the fact it's still in Toronto, police thought it was too far away to be the work of the Scarborough rapist. Right. And so uh, it wasn't included with I the other guess, ones. I guess. I Even though get all it, the patterns. Yeah. And, that is the thing. It's just, I think it's frustrating, especially when you, like, look at it and obviously more and more happening, it fits the pattern Yeah, exactly. So then on the 25th of May, Paul was almost caught by an underground police officer. Ah, he was me. watching one of the bus stops. Um, he'd been assigned to do that, hoping to catch the Scarborough rapist in the act. Mm-hmm. Paul had been hiding in some bushes near the bus stop when the officer spotted him, and Paul just bolted. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. At another point, um, the police pulled Paul over for acting suspiciously near another bus stop, Mm -hmm. um, something which he then laughed about later and told um, Carla. Um, And just like in so many other cases, they always seem to, or so often seem to get the right person initially, Mm. but let them go go and discount them. And oh. So then on the 30th of May, um, Paul raped an 18-year-old 25 miles from Scarborough. But this one, despite still being a bit of a way from Scarborough, was still linked to him. Um, And after this, then, there was a very, very long break before the next reported rape. Um, It wasn't until the 4th of October. Right. Um, Paul raped another girl, but she fought back this time. Mm -hmm. Um, And Paul, as you'd expect with his fragile ego couldn't stand it yeah um he actually stabbed her in her thighs and oh. buttocks oh um she had to have 12 stitches Ouch. so again he's just escalating yeah, further the now and, and stuff, yeah. the fighting back isn't necessarily stopping him either no 
Mm. Um, so then, 16th of November, he raped someone in the back garden of their family home. Okay. Um, and at this point, people are getting so concerned with yeah. the number of rapes. <laughs> Um, the number of rapes in Toronto has increased to about four a day. Jesus Christ. So a new no. sexual assault squad was actually formed now to try and catch the scarborough rapists. Four a day. Four a day. Not obviously all the work of Paul. No. But, but like, still, four a day in that area. Holy crap. You just wouldn't fucking go outside. No. So yeah, they formed this new sexual assault squad and heading it up was Detective Steve Irwin. No! Yeah. Oh my god, Steve Irwin. Yeah, from the from Alison Perot Alison Perot. <gasps> yeah. The same guy. Oh my god. Canadian Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Oh, right again. Yeah. <laughs> He's a wily one. <laughs> <laughs> Almost caught the bugger. <laughs> oh um, my god, wow. But yeah, so he responded personally oh, to so many of, of the raids. Of course he did. Because he's Steve Irwin. Exactly. And he like really cared. Um, he made sure that he was the one to talk to all the victims. What a beautiful man. I know. Oh. Just like like the Australian Steve yeah. Irwin. Like, such a good soul. Um, and he learned that the majority of victims had actually been stalked by their attacker. Okay. He had learnt their routines and had watched them the previous night, like through their rooms, undressing, reading Ew. their books and everything. So mm -hmm. violating them in that way as well. Um, at the time, they didn't know it was Paul Bernardo, as I said. Yeah. But it's obviously, again, like another escalation of his peeping Tom behaviour as mm. well, because he's still getting that voyeuristic joy of watching them before then attacking them the next night. Yeah. So the next two reported times that Paul attempts to rape someone, he's unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. um, two days after Christmas, he tries to rape a girl, but her neighbour notices and scares her oh, off. Good. So good on her bloody neighbour. Yeah. Um, and then he waits until the 20th of June, 1989. So the following year, so Ooh, like a while. six months later. Mm. I can't believe that's his next attempt no. to rape. Again, that seems so unlikely. Um, but she fought back and screamed, and her neighbours noticed, mm -hmm. um, and Paul fled. But this time he had scratches on his ah. face. She managed to scratch him. Mm. Now, his next rape was only two months later. Okay. So it can't be, like, earlier that he has long delays when his confidence gets knocked. Yeah. Because now it's only two months later. Mm. Um, he raped a 22-year-old. He'd stalked her the night before, mm -hmm. as Steve Irwin had found out. Um, he waited the following night for her to come home. He was mm. waiting at her home. Um, and he, I'm guessing, to make up for the foiled attempt two months previously, he brutally attacked her for over two oh hours. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah. So oh. his next rape was the 20th. That's just so many. I'm just trying to get oh, through them, guys. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, how is it still yeah. going? So his next rape was the 21st of November with a 15-year-old. And then the 22nd of December, again near Christmas, Yeah, um, he attacked a 19-year-old. Mm. His final, we're there, his <laughs> final confirmed Scarborough rape attack was the 26th of May in 1990. Okay. So he raped a 19-year-old for over an hour. Oh. But after this attack, his victim had actually managed to get a detailed look at his face oh. before he'd always made them turn away. Mm -hmm. But this victim, he was chatting to her. What? Um, 
thought he raped her. So okay. it's like a, a much more opportunistic rape, yeah. I think, this one. Like, mm. he hadn't stalked her or whatever the, the previous night. Mm. But so she ha- had been talking to him, so she had yeah. a really good look at his face. Um, so she was able to give the police a really detailed description of him, and they actually then released a composite drawing of him. So mm. in July, the police interviewed Paul in relation to being the Scarborough rapist. Yeah. There'd been multiple tips Mm-hmm. Um, that had been phoned in about him since the composite oh. release because he matched it so I was going to so say, well. did it look like him? It yeah. really did. Um, then after they'd interviewed him um, on October 1990, so they interviewed him in the July, mm-hmm. in October he moved into Carla's family home, oh. um, which was 135 kilometres away from Scarborough. Oh. And it's in St Catharines. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Scarborough rapes stopped. Huh. But they wouldn't um, arrest him for another three years until February oh. um, 1993. If they had done it then, those people yeah. that he killed there would have been alive. So there's numerous reasons for why it was so delayed for them to arrest him. Mm. One of them was just the lack of manpower the police had. Like, during his interview with the police, which lasted 35 minutes... Paul voluntarily gave a DNA sample. Um, okay. And when they asked him, would he mind? He was like, no, that's fine. So he gave like hair, blood, saliva and so on right. to them. Um, but the police had a backlog of over 130 DNA samples oh. waiting to be tested in relation to the case. Fuck's sake. And then on top of that, the Centre of Forensic Sciences in Toronto, which does like all the processing of the DNA samples mm-hmm. and the cases, they only had one qualified scientist for doing the DNA. Oh my god. So the delay was just like amplified yeah. and it just took even longer. And then as horrific as it is, they were rape cases and priority was given to murder cases on yeah. top of it. <sighs> Which Yeah. Which you can I expect. Guess that makes but... sense, yeah. So, um, on top of this, one of the tips um, about Paul came from the wife of one of um, his closest friends, one of the Smyrnis brothers. Oh. So, police talked to Tina Smyrnis, mm-hmm. who said that Paul would often talk to her husband, Alex, okay. about his sex life okay. and how he liked rough Lovely. sex as well as anal sex. I'm, like, I'm sorry, that's like... That's a little bit... Yeah. Odd to find. Yeah. Um, police also talked to Alex then, mm-hmm. but... They said the way that he spoke to police, he was really awkward and stilted. And he just didn't present himself well or confidently Mm -hmm. or that brightly. (laughs) Um, And so that led police to believe that he he was just after the $150,000 reward money that had been offered. Especially when they compared him to Paul. Like how well-spoken he was. Yeah. So... Steve Irwin again, um, he recalled that, sadly, the police were disarmed over the likelihood of Paul being the Scarborough rapist because of how he presented himself. Mm-hmm. He said when he came in to talk to them, he was normal looking, yeah. well presented and good mannered. Um, he said Paul was nervous, which they'd expect for someone who was innocent talking about such <sighs> a serious string of crimes. Yeah, I guess. Like, he also... didn't come across cocky and sure of himself. Yeah. Or... Because we know that he's a fucking... Yeah. Like, a wimp and in he, reality and he said also the fact that he was happy to give the dna sample he remembers thinking why would he do that if he was guilty yeah 
Um, Hillstream members, he said, going to Paul Scarborough house, but because Paul wasn't in, they left a contact detail card. Right. Paul actually got in touch with them to arrange to come by for that interview that he huh. had. And Erwin did say, though, that there were some details which troubled him. The mm. fact that the rapes were literally steps away from Paul's house at times. Yes. Um, he also had a phone call with a girl who rang up and was very, very insistent that they investigate Paul. Oh. And he said that the sort of failings that the police made with not pursuing sort of these leads more doggedly or pushing to get the DNA tested quicker, Mm -hmm. he said, was a failing, he fully admits was a failing on him and his department's sort of part and that it's something that he will take to his grave with him. Like, he literally hasn't gotten over it. Oh, Steve. I think as well, the fact that if they'd stopped the starver rapist, they would have saved their lives. Girls wouldn't have been killed later. And he just, he said it's something that he is tormented with still, so... Oh, God. Like, which just shows how much he Yeah, like, cares. he really, really did care about his yeah. job. And he and... really tried to do mm. his best. Yeah. Sadly, that isn't always enough. Mm. So, after the police interview, Paul drove straight to see Carla. Mm-hmm. And he got there, he knocked on her bedroom window and insisted she come out for a drive with him and to not let her parents know. Okay. So... Paul, when they were driving around, he told her that he'd been questioned by the police over being a Scarborough rapist. Okay. So Carla was, like, just reassuring him, like, you'll be fine, like, they can't do anything because they don't have anything on you, you've not committed the rapes. <laughs> um, Paul then told her that she didn't understand. They'd taken his forensics, so they were going to charge him. Again? At this point, I'd be starting to be like, um, why? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why do you... Carl is still apparently acting confused and being like, but why, like, why yeah. would that mean that they'd charge you? Um, so then Paul asks her while, sm- while smiling, well, what about if he'd actually been the one to commit all the rapes? Okay. So he literally is just, like, confessing to her. Thing. Yeah, literally. And the there's things that later, um, there's sources that talk about when... Um, Carla found out this from him mm-hmm. and he was just like what do you think about that she was just like well it's cool I guess what yeah I'm sorry what yeah I can understand acting like that so they'll take you home yeah but and then, then being she like, doesn't yeah, leave him yeah what the fuck so since Carla had met Paul their relationship just got more and more and more disturbing mm-hmm. um, which I feel we need to cover before we then move on to what they do later. Yeah. Um, because it's to do with, as you said, Carla's youngest sister, Tammy. Yeah. Um, but that, seems as I've been talking a hell of a long time, my voice is very hoarse, and yeah. we've just covered a shit ton of, of horrific We rapes. have, yeah. Um, I think we will leave for week two. Thank God. I, I need a break before I cover more of this. Yeah. I, oh my, I, uh, I don't even know what to say. No. That, is such a heavy episode. I need to do a lighter, shorter case after we've finished yes, Ken and please. Barbie. Yes, please. Yes. That would yeah, be good. This is, this is a brutal one and it doesn't get any easier. Mm. Um, but obviously, wow. please please stick with us and yeah. you know listen to the whole of it and the conclusion. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but right. We will catch you next, next week. week. Right, bye. 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 
Ah, you've been listening to The The Weird Weird Sisters. Sisters. Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, Hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like, a share and yeah. Yeah, a review, tell your friends. Please, please, please. Yeah, (laughs) anything to help us out. Um, And if you do want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at the Weird Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. That is weird with a Y, as we have said before. <laughs> W-Y-R-D. Why, you ask? We don't know. <laughs> well, you should, because you are English masters. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the Weird Sisters Podcast. Again, W-Y-R-D. <laughs> and Instagram as well, which is, surprisingly, the Weird Sisters Podcast. W-Y-R-D or so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. Any sort of suggestions, comments, just want to chat with yeah. you. Awesome. Hope to hear from you soon, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.